Are you the cause of toxic, of toxic masculinity spreading in our society and culture? Hello, my name is Sam Rickles, and I want to share with you today the research that I have compiled o- over the past several weeks on toxic, on toxic masculinity, uh, the origins of this term, and, and what, what the everyday Americans, you and I can do to help make a difference and change to make the world a better place for all people. The term toxic masculinity originated uh, in the 1980s and began to spread, spread, spread during, during a, men, a men's rights movement called the mytho-poetic movement, men's movement. This movement tried to rekindle uh, the so-called warrior ethos that that's com- that was common in literary works and in ancient times, attempting to categorize weak and feminine men, men as toxic, as the, as those men believed believed toxic men were cowardly and did not meet did not meet uh, the conceptual male archetype of what it means to be successful and manly in their in their in their society. The term toxic masculinity is very popular today as it pertains to as it pertains to the catch-all term used by uh, used by the media to characterize the violent and reprehensible actions of young men and old men alike in, in characterizing their the behavior behavioral traits of individuals <laughs> of individual women who have become the victims of this of these negative uh, these negative and toxic traits of masculinity what i've found found in my research is that the term toxic ma- toxic masculinity only creates a stagnation within the conversation on on, to- on masculinity and what steps should be taken forward and by our society and culture in order to make the to make to make this this our, our culture our society equal and fair for both men and women however this ter- the term toxic masculinity Creates a polarized attitudes, attitudes that negative that create negative connotations in the minds of listeners on both sides of the argument, for and against the changes in masculine in, in masculine culture in America. What my research has has found is that. Is that the the best term to use? Use for toxic to replace and revise the term toxic masculinity would, would be to suggest terms that that highlight the broken aspects of tox, of masculinity 
one could characterize the new revised term as broken masculinity, as it shows that that a, that a true problem does exist, and that and that 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 someone or any in anyone can make a difference in trying to help fix fix this problem to make uh, the masculine ethos in our society whole again. However, I'm not trying to suggest that 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 these behaviors and actions and, and attitudes held, held by these men and many individuals in our society are is anything new. However, in recent in recent years, the spotlight has grown increasingly upon upon changing and changing these attitudes and behaviors in order to in order to create a more equi equitable society for all well now that we well now that now now that we have uh, covered why i don't think the term toxic toxic masculinity is of any value in moving forward in in any discussion of changing the male the masculine standards that we have in our society and the attitudes that should be acceptable. I want to turn the attention to a problem that I think is more widespread than people may believe, may want to believe, and that is the uh, male aggression and uh, one would say oppression of women and other and others in our society. This is this is a real problem problem that many women fear fear of facing in their daily lives. A recent survey conducted conducted on our college campuses has come to find that that uh, approximately twenty five point nine percent of all women on college campuses have faced some sort some form of sexual violence and harassment in their life. This this begs a different begs a question of why almost half on on half of the female population and a one quarter of all of all students on campuses and in our society when when uh, generalized upon generalized upon the greater society as a whole why is this still a problem that that is common. That is almost commonplace, in our in, commonplace in inside the lives of people who never asked, who never asked to face these these difficulties, and and stress stress as brought by by such abuse and inappropriate actions towards them by men. There has been tremendous progress. And changing, and changing this culture that's being characterized in our society, whether it's providing support hotlines for for domestic abuse and uh, sexual violence, to to create an awareness of what what this violence and harassment is, and what students can can and cannot do 
in order to prevent prevent this from uh, from occurring. Of course, these numbers may sound quite shocking, and you might want to ignore it, ignore it, ignore it, much as many people have as well. Inside the inside my research, I conducted a survey among uh, a few of the, my classmates in in order to, to to get a feel of what uh, what what the average student goes through in terms of these experiences and research has found is that is that m many of these students have experienced this form of toxic masculinity in which which they've been been the recipients of this aggression and, and abuse uh, no fault of their own also in my research i came upon uh the story of uh, Mary Wise, a nurse, nurse who has written on her experience of well of these inappropriate actions that men have and that men have done to her, and uh, well, in her story, she, it, no, thankfully nothing serious has come come of these actions, but it, I think it highlights. The, the beginning behaviors of these men as uh, as it all starts somewhere with this patterns of abuse and inappropriate behavior just because toward towards an individual just because they're seen as less than and just just because they are a woman. To really to get at this this problem of uh, a, a tragic story, story that many people know or may not know, is of Kitty Genovese as a, a woman back in the late fifties who was trying to walk home from work late late one night and found herself to be the be the the next victim. Of this toxic masculine ethos that that has that has been affecting our society for quite some time. The reason the story is tragic is because because after count, count countless cries for helps, many of her neighbors did not answer her calls for help and simply ignored ignored helping her her in real time only only let themselves be bystanders watching from the windows as as her life was taken that night by a man who who lurked in the shadows this this highlights a study that i found in my research that shows that shows that people do feel ostracized, do make risky, risky decisions in order to, to remain within the comfort of societal conformity. Well, what I mean by this is that as people, as individuals in this study have, have shown is that 
more and more they are willing willing to make a riskier dis- decision and action in order to 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 be to feel as if they are a part of the group and feel validated among their social peers. What I believe this shows is that a good correlational data to the reasons to, to the reasons that why women remain silent and why many people choose choose to remain bystanders. Even further, I think this shows why some men choose to behave in this way. As they feel the pressure, pressure of of societal norms that 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 are false, false in reality, be it very real in their minds. As these standards they they try to hold themselves to are unattainable, as they are not they they are fictional. As part of my research, I wanted to see if I could find some ways find some ways to make it to, sh- to show a difference that can't be made and what people ind- individual pe- individuals can do to stop stop this chain of violence and abuse one way is to is to speak is to speak out anyway and encourage others others to to not to not feel ostracized and and alone when making a decision to speak up. Whether this whether this is you you as a bystander or you you as a friend of a bystander. If you know anyone who has suffered from this violence, you should take courage in knowing knowing that you are making the right decision and that regardless of what comes of, of uh, people's opinions, you, you should know that you're doing the right thing for, for the individual and not being selfish and remaining a part of the social fabric and not be willing to make yourself stand out. Another thing that an individual can do when, when trying to break this chain of abuse is by... It's by showing. It's by showing to a, by, by giving a friend a shoulder, a shoulder to, to cry on, or lending them a hand to support them, in overcoming, either the abuse or preventing, the patterns of abuse. As, it has, been found commonplace that before men do take, these forms of of aggression, of toxic masculinity, broken masculinity. That they, they, I don't know how you would say it, but highlight what they have gone through, what they suggest they have gone through, and to give some form of reasons why, why they are wanting to commit these actions. And I think that many people, myself including, could be that person that breaks the chain of this abuse cycle and prevent prevent the headlines from having another story of of such tragedy once again as by being a friend you are able to to show to show that this person is not alone and that 
that by not doing these things and not believing these, believing that they must attain to this form of social pressure, that they can they can overcome overcome either this abuse or ideas that they should commit abuses towards others. I want to conclude by saying in this report of my research is that well, one more suggestion that, that I have is that whether you are on campus, college campuses, on a, on a college campus or somewhere around town, or even in your, your own home, is that, is that, is that if you see this, you see the, the beginning signs of this, this infectious disease, this of broken and toxic, toxic masculinity, instead of being a bystander, you, you can go up up and, and, and ask the, the woman if she would like some, some help in order to get out of the situation safely and by helping, helping show to the aggressor, the would-be aggressor, that these actions are reprehensible, that, that these, are not, these actions are not, are not acceptable in our society. Now, I really do, really do want to end on saying that <clears throat> uh, this is not an attack on masculinity as myself would ascribe myself to be a man and that the average man would not, does not have to, have to live in this constant fear of, well, of abuse to, to, to themselves through sexual harassment and violence, but that all women do. Of course, not all, but not all men are the monsters that women fear. But all men do play a role, role in preventing, preventing these monsters from striking, from striking another victim. And as we break this chain of toxic masculinity and violence, we can make this world a safer place, and a place that's more whole for all and equitable for all, all people. Thank you for giving me your time to listen to my report.